0: Audio's rolling. Oh, that was a terrible crap. Crap. <laughs>
1: That's a horrible crap. That was a
0: terrible crap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another <laughs> episode... <laughs> Oh, this is my bourbon Podcast. I'm your host, Perry, with me this week. Uh, the
1: poopy boy himself. It's Eric. I didn't have a horrible crap <laughs>
2: this morning. It
1: was pretty good. <laughs> you know when you feel like you've lost <laughs> like a pound? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, success! This is good.
0: You know, sometimes I'm like, I do that clap so inside baseball i i clap so that i can sync audio to video and everything and sometimes i'm like this could go really well or really terribly and it seems like more often than not recently it's gone so poorly that it winds up being the cold open for an episode yeah so bingo bango <laughs> You're
1: like, you hit the microphone
2: you
1: know, so, yeah. I just it gets to
0: the point where i just i don't know i've lost all sense of self yeah. and i just throw the microphone yeah. to the wall
1: and i'm by myself yeah. and i'm just like yeah it's I don't good know stuff how to do this <laughs>
0: Anyway, Uh, thanks for being here. If you're here for the first time and haven't subscribed yet, whether you're on YouTube or on the podcast feed itself, thank you so much for checking it out. And please do subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review on your podcast app of choice. You can do that right in app. We read those reviews out here on the show. I don't know if we have a new review this week. I haven't checked uh, in a bit. Surprise. Um, But. (laughs) it's a
1: phone call from yeah. somebody they're like hey they get everything mixed up sucks. they're like uh oh it's yeah, a the a barrel show. ring segment but they leave a review in the barrel ring segment stop eating pretzels into the microphone <laughs> stop eating in the microphone it makes me uncomfortable i'll I, talk about that in i a second. pay for that uh content on another site for people to eat stuff in front yeah of them. it's called uh wiki food only foods that's a
0: bad joke
1: only snacks <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh what else what do i have to talk about follow us on social media at my bourbon pod at whiskey mutant send us questions or comments that you may have for us to read out on the show or just in general to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com you can also find all of our apparel and merchandise at com. and um what the heck else barrel rings that's what that's a thing that we do. That's a segment here. Uh, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do that at 859-428-8253. Once again, that number is 859-428-8253. Call it. Be on the podcast. Part of my job is leaving a voicemail. <laughs> <where I even laughs> tell people what my phone number is. So it's like second nature now for me to be like, <laughs> once again, that number is once 859-428-8253. If
1: you forgot just a second ago,
0: 859-428-8253. And it's also on the bottom of the screen here. Wait, I didn't do that great. Didn't, it's also no, scrolling it
1: across the whole screen. Right exactly. here. <laughs> and it's also up here. And it's also up here.
0: And it's behind you. Not you. There. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> eight five
1: nine. Four two eight. Eight, eight two, two
0: five, five three. three. Um I really wish I had gotten like eight five
1: nine bourbon. If I'm not bourbon. There, uh, there has to be somebody already in like. I know, I know that, that, I know that there, that. there is, but I, somebody that I, sucks I, too. I bet they don't even sell they're just good awful bourbon. People, they just horrible.
0: <laughs> just a real piece of trash. <laughs> like people are like
1: people even see that and they're like, I can't believe these guys got that. Number. <laughs> has to be. I can think of about four places right now. I'm not going to say them out loud that probably have that. I want to see. So a five min- it
0: No. Do it. I dare you. R B O N. Is it even enough? It is! 268-7266. Six, six. Don't call this
1: number. <laughs> or do tell but, us what they say. But I wonder if it is just call it, see what happens. We'll just hang up. Just say wrong number. Oh, it's a fax machine. Leave a fax. Dial in a fax. That's
0: such a bummer that it's a fax number.
1: Hmm. Well, how do do we how do we
0: co opt that so that we can have that number?
1: I don't know. Uh, I think we
0: can figure it out though yeah sure anyway, facts um dude. support the show on patreon to patreon.com let's send the facts to that number asking them if we can have
1: this number they get just a fax is like can we have this number
0: <laughs> it's a, that's all it says too yeah it's just oh an eight and a half by 11 in like 12 point font that just says can we please have this number yeah. no context uh-huh. no <laughs>
1: Or we could leave our number and leave the barrel rings number and they could call it and see what they say. Oh, man. That's good stuff.
0: Anyway, support the show on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Rupert Podcast for as little as a dollar a month for as little as $5 month to get bonus content. Uh, But this week, you actually have the chance to hear everything that we do on Patreon normally uh, in the main podcast feed as well as on the YouTube channel. Um, It's just going to be kind of like a compilation. Yeah. video uh that includes all the stuff that we do uh on a weekly basis so if you want to go check that out uh and there's it, it's literally our typical
1: i'm rethinking thing things that, we that we do i said right now you
0: didn't say anything bad
1: we'll see next week
0: if- you may want to call your lawyer though damn it <laughs> start looking for another job a i hate
1: when people are like call your lawyer like <laughs> i don't have a lawyer does anybody just have a lawyer yeah. is that that's a legitimate question yeah people do yeah just, just do.
0: normal people yeah we do you have a lawyer the that's ritter just... the ritter family has a lawyer
1: i'm from freaking eastern kentucky yeah like, living in the like, yeah, yeah my
0: lawyer is probably my <laughs> uncle that i don't even know probably it was your dad that's why he left Oh, (laughs) that's the meanest thing I've ever said. He had a a big case, and
1: he never came home. Mm, I thought it was because of the cigarettes and the uh, Budweiser. So he's a legitimate lawyer. Never seen any of that money. Yeah, right. Lawyer money. Yeah. Probably must not got any cases because he didn't send me no money. Must not. Um,
0: But also. (laughs) uh we'll tickets are on sale call, for this suburban bourbon call. weekend 2023 uh that also means that tickets for the live show with peggy no Stevens Ooh, are on yeah. sale uh pairing with peggy
1: pairing with gonna peggy. Be a fun
0: time aka battling peggy battling it out yeah punching a lady in the face <laughs> that's what eric's told me he's gonna do He's not going to do that. I'm not
2: going to do am do playing.
0: That. I'm just playing. It's a joke. It's
2: just like... It's a joke. You're just like...
0: It's, it's just apropos of nothing. It's completely quiet. You stand up and just stare her down and he just... She blocks Left it, hook her. One hand. <laughs> oh, she, she would it. too, dude. And I'm
1: like, oh, it's on.
0: <laughs> Dragon Ball Z yeah. style.
1: This isn't even my final form. freaks out. He just... He's like, I can't believe this is I happening. can't do this. Yeah.
0: This is your show now. No,
1: but seriously, like live show lexington kentucky we've got discount hotel rooms whether you want to come in and buy a vip ticket whether you want to just come in for that night uh if you buy just a live show ticket uh send us a message we got a link that we gave to all the vip people for a discount mm-hmm. we will gladly give you that discount as long as there's rooms left um it's gonna be fun um yeah, man. You, can, you can plan your weekend around it um hit us up tell us you're coming uh, whatever, but like seriously, it's, show up for the live show at least. It's gonna be fun.
0: It's your opportunity to meet the people who are always mm-hmm. in chats and that we always talk about.
1: There's gonna be enough time passing,
0: like everybody yeah. knows who they are. But even some of you might not because you might be new here. Because yeah. I was just on Matt Madness and I lost, and I brought shame and dishonor to my family. I didn't and even didn't make avenge, it to the main thing. I lost. Didn't avenge my homie. but yeah, you know that's what we do. Yeah, we'll talk more about Mad Madness in a minute. Um,
1: but yeah, like. Uh, there's going to be a pre-show like uh, doors open early you can hang out and eat and drink with people everybody kind of hung out last last time afterwards before everybody left if you do get in on the vip that's left there is going to be a vip lounge where after the show you can go back and i don't know what the snack is he just pulled out but um yeah just keep going yeah The VIP lounge is going to be open um, to anybody all weekend. So after the show, you want to have more drinks with people, go to the VIP lounge, get in on it. Um, But even if you don't buy a live show ticket, it's only $30. You're going to get a drink on us. There's going to be a cash bar. There's going to be food uh maybe something else if we can come up with it and then <laughs>
0: if we th- i mean you don't know you i know, know but it just we... sounded like uh
1: just you know just, you know just, how we work well, you know <laughs> you know how
0: we operate we might have wor- something for you it's you idiot the price of
1: admission just for the show <laughs> um but yeah get in on it perry's got the link in the description it's going to be posted pretty much everywhere soon we're going to start posting it on instagram and all that so yeah be ready yeah
0: I'm switching it up a little bit this week.
1: You lied to me. I didn't. You said you're doing flying blind. I am. Those are snacks. Yes. We usually do sips and snacks. Yeah. And are you doing a are you doing a double right now? No, you're figuring out what to pair with these.
0: All right. What are these? So I I bought a couple of cookies on Amazon. Uh, oh. The first one it is a it's a British cookie. And the reason that I'll talk about this show more in uh, Tips and Bits, um, but we were watching a show on
1: Netflix <laughs> called... The name <laughs> of them are cracking me up.
0: Jammy Dodgers?
1: <laughs> Jammy Dodgers. Yeah, 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 It's very British. Jammy. Yeah. Jammy Dodgers. It's very British. Um, it's Jammy so Dodgers.
0: And they were, they were eating these cookies, Jammy Dodgers. Uh, and so it's basically just like um, those really generic cookies. A raspberry. No.
1: It says raspberry. Well,
0: yes, but that's not what I mean. I no. mean <laughs> short, it's it's like two shortbread cookies with some raspberry. F- I was gonna hand you this one. Oh, right? I you thought that was yours. No, so no, 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 no. Well,
1: now we both have one.
0: All right, there we go. Um, and Lucy was like, if we're gonna keep watching the show, Ooh, we gotta we gotta get like some that. um This. So I was like, okay, I, I got them on Amazon and they were here on Tuesday. Damn. And then I also got my Mal
1: Malomars?
0: Malomars. My favorite cookie of all time. Which is gonna be, I think, a little bit more up your alley and will probably be. This is easy. your favorite
1: cookie of all time. Pretty much. Where are these from?
0: Uh the Northeast. Okay. How did, they're, they're how did this become
1: your favorite? How did you <laughs> it's a
0: long story. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not too long where I can't tell it on a podcast. Um so when I was when I was in college, my roommate showed me this uh it was this sketch that they used to do on Conan where one of his writers had like a a segment where he would just complain about things yeah and one of the things that he complained about was that malamars aren't available year round and at that point I don't know if it's changed since then but the reason is because they're encased in chocolate yeah right yep they are and the thinking was that dark chocolate they would melt yeah in warmer temperatures um so i was like i've got to try malamars got to find them uh i had a, a, one of one of our one of my dad's cousins who lives up in new england sent me a box because i couldn't find them anywhere in kentucky that's crazy uh and so i just kind of fell in love with them, them. Say
1: again? Amazon didn't have them. No,
0: Amazon did. This—that's where I got these from. This specific box. But the the, first—no, no, 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 no. no—the first box that I got came from Boston.
1: (laughs) Right from the source.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's like a graham cracker cookie.
1: Okay, chocolate marshmallow, a marshmallow puff,
0: and then covered in chocolate. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, essentially. But uh, that's—I wanted to see. Okay. If we could put you to the test, this is our Matt Madness. Um, (laughs) that was a mean thing to say that's not true um this is more upper alley i think is probably a little more accurate um i wanted to see what you would pair with these okay you have never had either of these cookies before Mm -mm. no um but which one first? Let's go with the jammy Dodger first because
1: jammy it's... Dodger, I'd still crack up. <laughs> I will say, since I'm probably going to ruin this part of it, but after you figure out what you paired, the heart is indented just enough to where that is a perfect little spot for a pour over. Oh, yeah.
0: hadn't thought about that. Yeah, so... Well, it's a good thing there's more.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to take a big old bite and see what happens. This caught me off guard. Cause I didn't realize the raspberry filling was gonna be as like chewy. Yeah. So I thought it was gonna be like a it's
0: it's raspberry jam.
1: It's jam. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. This is got to be the perfect snack. To make a peanut butter and jelly. Um, mm. I need the most nutty Knob Creek that you have right now. Or a bean product, I guess. I need something nutty. Okay, here we go.
0: Knob Creek single <laughs> That I just got yesterday.
1: 2020? Yeah. Nice. Okay.
0: It was... Uh at add a, add a liquor barn yeah and
1: I am I'm making I'm doing this one a little simple because I mean this is a breaded cookie with a jam yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything but it doesn't always have to be like the craziest pairings ever like I just think that this is gonna be good I instantly was like this needs like a something nutty like a knob greek.
0: yeah this is the part of pairing that I like the most where you're kind of creating a new thing yeah
1: this is where you make a peanut butter and jelly out of what you yep. got Ooh, that smells good. <laughs> All right. First, we'll do a uh, sip and then a bite. Oh. Oh, that's a good Knob Creek pick. It's got a funk to it. Oh, yeah. That's money. Nothing overpowers each other. It really is like a very, like, Mixing together in your mouth like nothing. There's not too much alcohol. There's not too much jam. That's really good. No. Oh, yeah. Ooh, the finish. That's where it's at. Uh, I'm going to do a little pour over. Try not to make a mess. Just a little drop. <laughs> I made a mess. <laughs> Immediately makes a mess. Oh. It's like a peanut butter and jelly. But it turns the cookie into like kind of a wheat, kind of like a spicy oh, rye yeah, yeah. wheat bread. And it's like a good peanut butter and jam or jelly on like a toasted, wheated bread. Yeah. It's like a good one, like not one of like the lame wheat mm, mm-hmm. breads that you're like, well, oh, this is crap. Mm. Oh, that's good.
0: It's a really good little pairing.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's good.
0: Sorry. (laughs) The cookies themselves, too, are not so, like, strong and overpowering that they feel, like, unhealthy.
1: No, they (laughs) feel very light.
0: Yeah. Which I... I mean, that's one of the reasons I like them so much. Yeah.
1: Okay. So... Now, here... I'm a little nervous about this one. (laughs) Only because you said this is your favorite cookie. And it gets a little tricky when you pair dark chocolate to me. Yeah, Milk chocolate, I think, is a little less, you know, it's not as strong as dark chocolate. So it's a little more giving. Dark chocolate can overpower things very easily. So let's go in here.
2: It's so light.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wow.
0: But how perfect is that? Mm. I mean, it's going to like accept a pour over so nicely.
1: Oh. (laughs) I know, right? Oh. Okay. There's something I wish I'm just I'd...
0: gonna eat a whole one and then have another one for when we pair it because I haven't had these in a long yeah, time these are good. and I freaking missed them.
1: I don't know if you have this because I I think I only have like one at my house. Do we have any toasted rye products with us right now? Let me look. I think a rye, but like the toasted rye.
0: We have like a mixed toasted rye, which I
1: don't know if we do or not. Yeah, if we had like that, or even like a, I just feel like this needs a little spice to it, and I think a rye is going to work good. And I think the toasted rye's kind of put a little bit more graham, crack- graham cracker and chocolate into things. This is just amp. This is an amplify amp. Let me try that again. Amplif- great, amplifying pairing. We're going to amplify the snack. Oh. Oh, we do. Oh, bring it over. Is that the Jack Daniels one? Yes. Jack Daniels one. Yes, I want some rye, and I want a little graham cracker, and I just want to make this cookie even explode even more in your mouth. Just for
0: posterity, I brought another bottle over, too.
1: I well, ain't toasted, but I'll take it. <laughs> oh my!
0: I figured you wouldn't be mad about.
1: it. No. <laughs> Just clean my glass clean my Dude, so I
0: could crush. I could drink some. Whiskey. I could.
1: I could crush a pack of these little cookies because. 100 percent. It would take about five of them to make me feel like i've ate like one really good cookie. <laughs> I know, right? they're so dangerous
0: I, I mean i'm not a big like cookie guy in general but i like having something different yeah and this is like just different enough because it doesn't really feel like you're eating a s'more
1: well you know and, what i mean and it does a good job of not making the marshmallow taste artificial and like no, it's thick. like a real marshmallow. Some marshmallow snacks are god-awful. Yeah. Because the marshmallow is too like sticky and like you can't even chew through it. Jack Daniels Distillery Series. Straight Tennessee rye whiskey finished in high toast oak barrels. 101 proof. Released July 2022.
0: Freaking love this bottle, man.
1: Oh yeah. Instagram oh. crackers.
0: Oh. Yeah yes
1: spicy graham crackers yeah graham crackers with extra cinnamon on top of it is it just me or is there like a chili peppered note on the nose Mm -hmm. too it 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 is it's like a it borders cinnamon like cinnamon hot to chili it's brown and red like the when i see the colors that i taste this is brown and red it goes from graham crackers to chili
0: that's really good. Oh, it's such a good whiskey. All right. Um, spoilers for an upcoming
1: episode. A sip and snack.
0: We are getting sent the Jack Daniel's 12 year that's coming ah. out, and the newest batch of the 10 year. Ah. Uh, so look forward to that review. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> before too long. Oh yeah. All that cinnamon or that chili or whatever you want to call it, mixed with all the sweetness of this is absolutely perfect. This is
2: <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> Oh wow.
0: It, it it turns it into like peanut butter marshmallow. I mean, That's one of the best <laughs> Pairings we've done on the show
1: that's amazing.
0: I don't even want to try the Mickers with it now. I
1: mean, we'll have it later for yeah. something. <laughs> it's that, it's that like spice that, like, that holy moly! I don't know dude. if it's the toasted part of it or if it's just like the mash bill. It's that spice mixed with all the sweet of that snack that just is 11 out of 10. 11 out of 10 pair, dude.
0: That's incredible.
1: And it kind of like lingers in your mouth, too, and you can like drink again and like you get those same flavors in there. Oh, wow. Man.
0: What a killer pairing. Hey,
1: they don't call him the mutant for nothing. You got the snacks. They don't call you the pear bear for nothing. See? Full circle, baby. They I just, just showed everybody the food in my mouth. I'm sorry. Ain't, this ain't just the this. The pairings aren't just me. We got the pear bear.
0: Now to be fair, pear is always supposed to be spelled in this case P E R R. Yeah, bear. Yeah, but I like that we're now like a superhero team. <laughs> whiskey
1: and the pear bear. <laughs> I'll be your sidekick. I don't care. Pear bear and the whiskey mutant depends on who's writing the comic is the main writer that writes (laughs) whiskey mutant writing it or is the main writer who's writing pear bear writing it i have been uh i finally got back into
0: comics this past week i've been catching up on batman and spider-man i need to do that (laughs) my two favorites but i'm going to talk about it in um tips and bits yeah the there's a run on the batman comics that is happening still right now i think that was upstairs that is the best batman story since the court of owls really oh yeah oh man <laughs> do you want to know i'm good I like three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you snuck one when i wasn't looking yeah that? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why i love you yeah. i grabbed one <laughs> to do
1: again and i actually grabbed two at the same time Oh, i opened I just, it from the wrong side that's
0: all right oh, well. hey, not, hey, it even says open the other end
1: do you ever do you just demolish cereal boxes when you open them I, i'm the worst at i will, uh, I will open it and one it. side will be glued down and it will be just a half open and <laughs> then it
0: just doesn't work it's more important to me and my wife actually that the bag is securely, yeah, because you can roll
1: it up and like,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But no. the box, I, I don't care, it's just a yeah. vehicle for the bag to live in the cave. It is the cave, it's the cereal cave, the cereal cave, cereal man, and milk boy. <laughs>
1: there we go, milk boy. That's a thing, milk boy. Watch your powers.
2: I squirt milk. Mm, okay. <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. I have at least three places. No, just, uh, do, do we
0: do we need to ask where from? It's where you think it's from. There's more than you know. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: know well, how many the- holes the human body has? <laughs> at and, least seven, and milk comes out of all of them. And when Cereal Man activates his side of things,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it gets really crazy. We're part of a well-balanced breakfast. <laughs> Start your day off right with Cereal Man and Milk Boy.
1: Or end your night the same way as well. <laughs> Start your day or end your night. Cereal man and milk boy.
2: <laughs> That's
0: one of the dumbest things
1: I've ever done. That's the second time we've done something dumb.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: Anyway, what have you been drinking recently? <laughs> uh, what have I been drinking? Um, Not much, right? No. Uh if i sound more alive maybe i don't in my head i, do. I think you sound about the same probably
0: <laughs> you're still
2: operating I feel at what, like 60 percent.
1: yeah i feel in my head that i've got more rest i switch shifts so i've kind of had to switch my yay land of the living um but that i can't stop can't stop won't stop what if you clap? You just dedicated the bit, and you just clap the whole
0: time. I'm, I'm a, you know, they have like seat fillers for the Oscar. Yeah,
1: Oscar, you're just that guy, Oscar the Grout.
0: <laughs> My brain's broken, dude.
1: <laughs> I'm the clap filler.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not.
1: Never mind. You're, you're, you're doing it today.
2: <laughs> Killing it.
1: All the claps. flat filler
0: can we release this episode i don't know you may have to
1: we may have to change everything we said and say next week is the episode where everybody gets the uncut stuff um no but like so i've not had much to drink this week i did go watch uk play basketball in which they lost uh, and i really think that i what a shocker We were doing good. We were on a four game winning streak and finally made it to the top 25 again. And then we blew it against Vandy, which the last UK game I went to and I took my son, we were playing football and we were doing good. And we lost to Vandy then. So I'm going to, I need to try to watch UK play. (laughs) I need to try to watch them play Vandy in baseball and go to that and see (laughs) if I really am at fault. Um, But unfortunately, uh college sports especially uh in kentucky i think some of them are changing the rules but they don't serve alcohol at college sports stupid um and i had my kid so i didn't do the old sneaky sneaky and put something in there so i didn't have anything then but i have had um some good old fashions um i had one last night got off work um, if you listen to the, uh, other stuff, I use some pin hook. Um, it's been really good in my old fashioned, very orangey. Um, what else did I have anything else? Um, I think Sunday night I had, um, I had some new riff. It was, uh, one of the picks I did with wrestling with whiskey because <clears throat> we are planning our next pick for wrestling with whiskey. So I was trying to. We want to do something completely different than what we have done. Um, It's uh, wrestling with whiskey, Whiskey Mania 5. So we're trying to do like a Star Wars thing that's like Whiskey Mania strikes back. And I was like, what if we did like just this out of like when we picked it, we like, what's the darkest like evil sample in this bit? Instead of like, this is the best This is what everybody was like. So we're thinking about that. So I've had a little new riff. I have some old fashions, nothing, nothing too exciting. Um but yeah that's that's probably about it I would say. I um you had
0: I haven't really had anything too terribly of note either. Uh actually you know what that's not true. I went a little crazy with the uh, French oak finishing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got another turkey bottle. I saw going. that. I saw that. Um we've got the Kentucky Tavern which yeah. we need to we need to um and the Michter address. Tip. Not, no, not the mixers. Uh, and then I don't know where it is, but that benchmark. <laughs> you what? just start
1: putting the little. It's chips just in everything. everything. Yeah. Like, oh, you got it. Oh, it got the chips. Yeah, it is Van
0: Winkle 23. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want more oak? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Let's oak
0: it out. Oak it up, baby. Yes. Um, but the other one was the benchmark foolproof with the French oak chips. And I got to say, <clears throat> Rick um Look how dark that is right it's black is my soul in doing all of this it has made me realize i freaking love the french oak note i mean it's it's so good dude <sighs> don't drink that before we drink the kentucky tavern <laughs> i forgot there's a segment to this. yeah a... um so part of uh fit what are, what are we calling this did we have a thing? We said something a couple weeks ago. Finish. Finish me, daddy. No, it's not that. I knew that's what you were going to say, but it wasn't that. Um, oh, it was like chip off the old block or something. Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. 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 Uh, chip me, daddy. <laughs> chip me,
0: daddy. Yeah, oh, that's better. I had a swig at the Kentucky Tavern last night, out of curiosity, and I want you to take a drink of that i'll have one with you too because this is a team effort Jeez,
1: look at in the camera there's a black as oil
0: yeah <laughs> yeah i put the fun stopper back on
1: i love um, that there's a fun stopper on this size of a, bottle. a little
0: plastic bottle uh because i didn't want any of the oak chips to come out with it oh that's a good idea um and that way, too,
1: I can pour it into another vessel. And it's still like, don't even think that the bottle is making it like it's still oh no. dark. As oh, no,
0: it's very dark. Uh, so for anybody who doesn't know, a couple weeks ago, uh, uh, we we put some French oak chips into a plastic Kentucky Tavern bottle that I've had sitting around for, I don't know, like three years. Um, nothing out of the ordinary, three years old, 80 proof. Um, and, you know, we had such success with the wild turkey. 101, that I figured, why don't we do that with something we don't like? Yeah. See if it improves it. We may have gone too far.
1: Well, it has a little shoe polish <laughs> note to it. I mean, it's not bad. Sh- shoe polish and barbecue. Shoe
0: polish. Shoe well, polish and
1: barbecue My sauce. grandpa had like a legit shoe polishing kit, and like he had made like the like the container. It was yeah. like this wooden like box and it smells like wood yeah. and yeah, yeah. shoe polish. Oh no baby. <laughs> we've made a make we've made a big mistake.
2: <laughs>
1: we've made a big mistake. It's like motor oil and coffee. <laughs> mm. The finish isn't bad. So there's this much left, if you're watching or listening. There's less than half a bottle, but half. not by much. I will. If Perry's okay with it.
0: Take it with you, please.
1: I will sample this out <laughs> to anybody who sends me a message. No, no. I will sample this out to anybody when I post. Um, this will post on... At my bourbon pod and at whiskey mutant on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah.
0: This episode.
1: This episode. When I do the Funko post for this episode, um, I will send a sample to anyone who comments. Um, chip me, daddy. Here we go. Chip me, daddy, under the post. I'm
0: gonna pour a little bit of this out for myself yeah, so that I have that. it for posterity. Yeah. But boy, howdy, this is bad.
1: Yeah. I'll, I'll do the same. <laughs> And I will. It's so weird. I will sample it out until like I've ran out, and then like I'm sorry, I apologize if you you post that that comment, and um, I've ran out. Okay.
2: Oh, okay, okay. Special,
1: special time. <laughs> she kissed me. <laughs> yeah. How You're many people? Have, so weird. How many times do people kiss each other on this podcast? That's the first time, actually. See. I said special time. Yeah, you're right. See, special.
0: I'm actually gonna do two because unlock this scope. I want my I want my dad to try it too. Uh,
1: you're gonna ruin his palate. <laughs> Papa Ritter be tasting motor oil for days. So yeah. Chip me daddy in the Funko post, whether you're looking at it under mine or the at my bourbon pod page. Now, this,
0: this brings up something interesting that we should talk about, too, which we've never addressed on the podcast before. But there has been this wave of dumb, like, send it to us in a private message, and we'll promote it on our page. Oh, my comments God. On stuff. Ugh, the worst. And we keep getting them from, like, Funko accounts. Kentucky
1: uh, accounts.
0: Yeah. Like. And... It would be really funny though if somehow the Matrix broke for it, and one of those accounts commented "chip me, daddy."
1: <laughs> That's the test. To That's see the if real people test. People are legit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like exactly. bots or not.
0: Um, that would be hysterical. But anyway, <clears throat> uh, things I've been drinking, yeah, recently. Uh, I had a Bourbon County Stout last night, nice. After my stream was over, because I hadn't had one in a while. And which one was it? Just the uh, just, just the regular one, yeah from uh, from twenty twenty two. Um, trying to think. I mean, I've been on a turkey one hundred one kick, just kind of in general. I feel like it's been
1: a, it's too, been a slow.
0: We haven't had a lot of releases release recently. We haven't had a lot cool. of things that have been of note that we've needed to know pick up and review or anything yeah. we've kind of been waiting on stuff to uh drop in price
2: mm-hmm.
0: to uh before we we picked it up to review and uh well as a matter of fact that's what we're doing on today's episode oh review. <laughs> there it is
1: <laughs>
0: yeah so we are reviewing today
1: Fortuna. i've been excited to try this
0: Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Um, This is from Rare Character. Nice. 102 proof. Aged at least six years. Oh
1: my God.
0: Six year MGP. Nope. It's Kentucky. Really? Yeah. I I just said Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. I was paying
1: attention. (laughs) Sorry. You're a liar.
0: (laughs) I don't believe you.
1: I knew the bottle name. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was paying attention to that. Ooh, I like this little back label. It looks like a Dude, little. Dude,
0: I love the packaging on this. Um, it's it's a revival brand. It was you know around in like the early 1900s or something. I think it was a, a victim of prohibition. Mm-hmm. Uh, rare character,
1: Some good medicine back. In
0: bought the, day. the rights to it and uh, basically revived
1: the label. Look at the back label. I love. They made it look like a little like
0: it's like scrolls, scroll, oh. like parchment paper. Yeah. Um, really cool stuff. So, this is actually from the very first batch. And it's just been sitting at Liquor Barn.
1: <laughs> nice.
0: And it was on sale.
1: I love it. America. Got a um, tax stamp on it and everything.
0: Tax stamp and everything, my man. I was I hated
1: that. My man? My man. <laughs> tax stamp, my man. My dude, my bro. My dude. What's hanging, my dude, bruh, bruh?
0: There, so at this liquor store over by us, yeah, the guy who is normally working nights and weekends unironically calls everybody bruh, bruh. <laughs> it's like some like he lost a bet or something, <laughs> bruh. Every time I see him, he's like, "What's up, bruh?" bruh. All right, so we don't know where this is technically sourced from. I I would be unsurprised if it were, you know, kind of the three big sorcers right now in Kentucky: Bart's Bourbon Company, Wilderness Trail, or Green River.
1: You know who doesn't know, but would act like they know? Chad might. Agree. I
0: knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> You're a real piece of work. You know that. You know me too well. <laughs>
1: Oh whoa, whoa! That's peppery. It's different. That is straight up a pepper shaker, like just normal table black pepper. Black pepper.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh?
1: I'm not mad at it. It kind of caught me off guard, though.
0: Yeah. It it looks pretty light too for. How old it is, and for the fact that it's one hundred and two proof.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. I it was like, nice. No, one hundred two. Hmm. Yep. Well. Oh my god! I cannot get over that black pepper. That's cool. Maybe a little paprika. It's very yeah. It's spicy it's it's very cabinet nose. spice. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But that's where things change. Where it is still spicy, but it gets a little creamy.
1: What are you thinking? Is that heaven hill? It reminds me of heaven hill.
0: You know, it's a good comparison.
1: Well, yeah.
0: We're just drinking all the things today.
1: Mm. (coughs) What did you just...
0: The Kentucky Tavern. Oh, boy. It genuinely almost made me gag. Boy, howdy, that's rough. Yeah, I didn't pour as much as you did and i didn't even pour that much i'm back You're back baby sorry uh we got bad weather out there right now and is it you... bad out there no uh,
1: <laughs> that's what i'm saying what the crap
0: no but we've got a tornado watch in place i mean I we, we we are do, about to get at least some school. like severe thunderstorms and rain and um yeah, we we'll are right. some like bad winds but we'll I we're gonna be fine. Uh, but out of out of an abundance of caution, Lucy took Eden and her the dogs armor. to her Iron Man armor. Yeah um, Lucy took Eden and the dogs uh to her moms to a dog park so, outside. yeah she's just like we're going in to the, the middle t- of an open field, <laughs> we're going to the dog park and and she's given every one of them uh, a metal rod to hold. <laughs> Mother of the year, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's going, she went to her mom's.
1: Uh, but we're staying here because we're dedicated to that sweet, sweet content. And if this is the last time you see us, we love you.
0: (laughs) Does this episode make it to air? Who's to say? say.
1: There's already been a tornado out there, so (laughs) okay. It they don't smell that different this is still peppery as hell um but there is a a muted pepper note on the uh heaven Hill. yeah all right i'm going in for a taste It ain't that different. I mean.
0: <laughs> That's Heaven Hill, dude. <laughs> it has to be. That's six-year-old Heaven Hill I'm juice. I'm sure somebody's going
1: to be actually. But like, if you And I bet your other side, name
0: starts with C and ends with had my daily bourbon. My daily burden.
1: <laughs> um... <laughs> pulls little samples out of his beard he's like actually i got a sample of the original batch right here that they compared it to with the original batch of the other one um you can say whatever you want but i know real for real what happens what i love you chad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right.
0: um, um do we need to dedicate a little bit of time so that you can uh drop an f-bomb or something because you haven't said Lock. one yet there we go eric's f-bomb of the week (laughs) yeah i don't know what i'm gonna do with that edit but it's gonna be in bad taste (laughs) i
1: hope so that could be a whole like like a little real eric's f-bomb of the week um no i try try to control it these days i got a little wild there for a while yeah um these i mean here's the thing here's the thing all serious like yeah whether it is from Heaven Hill or not, like these are very similar in taste.
0: Yes. So let's talk about what this is logistically. If this is a six year old, 102 proof Heaven Hill bourbon that was right. sourced, right? What we compared it to, we used to be able to buy for $12 a bottle.
1: Right. The MSRP on this is eighty four ninety nine. Okay, what's the MSRP on the new seven year Heaven Hill bottle of the Forty dollars. Okay. So
0: <laughs> now, and it, you see where I'm getting? Yeah, what I'm, you know what I mean? Yes. But the thing is, it does say aged a minimum of six years, so there is the chance that there's, there's older, older product stuff in there, it. Yeah blah, 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 blah. I know. This is too light to have anything older than six or seven years in it.
1: I mean, if it was, it would be like 5% or something like a very... Probably, yeah. A drop.
0: Just something for like to round out the the flavor profile. Um, I'm I'm just going to say it. $90 is way too much for this bottle. It's way too much for this bottle. It is good bourbon. It is super solid bourbon that i have no problem with drinking i have no problem with sharing it with people i will not buy another bottle of this not for that price this this is not a bottle that i feel so committed to that i need to have it on my bar in my cabinet on the podcast something i talk about and what we've
1: been drinking recently so what all would, the what would time. your price suggestion be if you're like I'm going to buy another bottle? This,
0: this should be a this should be like forty dollars. I was going to say forty to. <laughs> it's got to be dollars. like like forty or fifty dollars, yeah. man. I, I it, agree. it's which puts this at like over double the price of yeah. what I would reasonably pay for this. That being said, all that being said, this was on sale for sixty five dollars. Getting closer. So Not I bad. didn't, I, and and clearly, I mean, I didn't have a price. with. I didn't even sit there and look at it on the shelf and go, you know, maybe I could just do like, uh, I don't know. I grabbed it. Yeah. I grabbed it. And I said, this is coming home with me. We're reviewing this on the podcast. Um, and I mean, I'm going to drink and enjoy it, but at $90, that is a pass all day and twice on Sundays.
1: Yeah. Me. Unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, but it's
0: still good bourbon. <laughs> it's so good. It is good. <laughs> That's the paradox but it's that good. we've set ourselves it's up for. It's good
1: in the sense of like the 30 to $50 range that we like. Like, mm-hmm. like I mean, you put this beside Rare Breed. I mean, rare breed's gonna destroy it. Yeah. And the process, I know the process of Russell's and wild turkeys going up. You put this beside um, Wilderness
0: Trail eight year bottled and bond.
1: Oh my God. Absolutely kills this. Yeah.
0: And you're getting two more years of age Uh on the Wilderness Trail.
1: Yeah.
0: About actually, that's actually probably a really good comparison. Yeah. Because that's
1: essentially the same price. Elijah Craig Barrel Dude. Proof.
0: ECBP all day!
1: 12 years. And it's the same price. $85 right now.
0: I that mean, that's typically what you're kind of finding it for. They still say that MSRP is 65
1: True. But, like, in the real world, you could potentially see this sitting there at retail yeah. and a ECBP at retail. And you're getting double the age, double the proof, uh, not double the proof, but, like, you know, yeah. barrel proof and all that. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why the, why the price is that high. Um, I'm definitely already thinking of my review and it's going it, to, the price is going to hurt this the most.
0: Well, let's, I, I, this actually is a vehicle as well for us talking about something that we have talked about privately recently, but I think that, you know, yes, I am slipping in a, a larger conversation into the review, That's just kind of how it goes. Welcome to this is my burn podcast. (laughs) We are out of nowhere, and I mean, I'm sure that like, yeah, there probably is some precedent for it because we know how the market works. And answer, answer, answer.
1: Hello, you are on this is my burn podcast. Um, We're legitimately recording (laughs) right now. what are you doing what's up
2: grease man i'm just trying to find some rock and roll music that i even care about and i'm listening
1: to serious radio i didn't know if you knew a channel that i needed to go to eric bro serious radio (laughs) like i listened to spotify
2: i'm not kidding I'm being serious.
1: You download Spotify and then you just type in the genre that you want and there's fifty million playlists of stuff. Yeah. It's the no like all seriousness, like I, I stopped paying for like satellite radio and I just go to Spotify and look up the I can look up the band. If you look type in your favorite band on there, it'll say like um, taking back Sunday playlist and it will put everybody that sounds and are similar to them. In a playlist along with them. That
0: sounds like too much work.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know any.
0: Wait, Grease, have you just gotten Sirius XM? Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. So, like, what kind of rock music are you in the mood for?
2: Uh, like some early two thousands, like indie rock.
0: Um, channel
1: 69 420.
0: No, Sorry. um, 38, I think, is Alt Nation. They play oh. some like early 2000s stuff, but they also play some newer alternative music as well.
2: they gonna play Juliana Theory and stuff
0: like that. Uh, now we're talking, it's probably not that deep.
1: We're at th- Top of the world. You and I we got another time and it sure feels like you use in your pocket and pull out a pass that says you can take me anywhere. We're gonna get a copyright strike. Oh, I don't know the rules of this stuff. I just uh
0: thirty-five is I need
2: Thursday to randomly come on the radio is what I'm looking for.
0: Thursday. You're probably better off with um XMU then, which is Channel 35.
2: Heck yes, Perry. (laughs)
0: Eric,
2: I'm never calling
1: you again. Why? (laughs) You literally got the answer you wanted to by calling me.
0: Yeah, but I was here.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean he could call you at a different time and he asked a question about something else and then I'm not there and he doesn't get the the answer. I'm always going to answer when the grease calls. I am too, but I'm just saying the fact that I was here at this time and he called me means... He got the answer. If he calls you at a certain time and he's asking about a tattoo or something, he's you're not going to have the answer for him. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I can't argue with that. See? So well, how is that tattoo going? How's your back piece? I... How's your back piece going? I know you've been I know you haven't told anybody about it. Um I'm just asking. My back piece? Piece. Your tattoo, your whole back piece. Oh yeah.
2: I got Bill Cosby's face on my
1: back. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, Is I Andrew Tate right underneath such,
1: it too or
2: Such a good figure in life. I just I had to submit it, you know what I
1: mean? But you started that before everything came out about Cosby and so you just had to finish it, right? Or did you so, get it yeah. after?
2: So that's I know, the I got I got it before, but after all that went down, I got them to put a cigarette in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he just he just looked like he needed a cigarette.
1: It's got it's got some like uh chocolate pudding dripping down into your crack. <laughs> Good little reading the pudding down in there.
2: <laughs> Rudy <laughs> lick up <off> the pudding. <laughs> That kid show and he used to draw a bunch. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically an image of him drawing a bunch of crap at the top of
1: my crack. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, um.
2: it's called it's called Cosby Blowout. <laughs>
1: that's, that's the next. That's the next. uh If you're listening to this and you're a part of Oak and Thieves, that's the next barrel pick. Cosby Blowout. <laughs> <laughs> We got James working on a sticker as we speak Chocolate right now. Chocolate stout finished MGP. <laughs> Put you to sleep real fast.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> has hazmat <laughs> NASA family. All
2: right, so, so while I while I got you on here, tell me about y'all's event coming up.
1: Oh the oh. Li- the live show. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we have uh, we have uh, Peggy No Stevens join us for. <laughs> He's advertising uh, for us. Yeah, um, for Saturday, where we are going to do a pair off. We're going to talk about pairing, and then we're going to pair stuff. Um, we, you're
2: missing the opportunity to call that pairing.
1: Well, it's pairing oh, with Peggy. He's, he's right, and he's like, but yeah, oh. it's pair, pairing with Peggy. Yeah, and I mean, but the thing is, too, Eric is doing most of the pairing with Peggy. Perry's just trying dude. to keep everything going before, like, out of chaos. Like, he's just trying to, like, he's going to have to be the moderator. <laughs> do you, do
0: you, Grease, do you remember that time yeah. when you and Will just constantly kept telling me to stay in my lane? I'm staying in my lane <laughs> by moderating. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Dude, I'm going to be honest with
1: y'all, dude. Peggy knows in my hall, hall pass top five. Yeah. Do you say a hall oh. pass? Yeah. Okay. There you go, Tim. Bibb exclusive. <laughs> 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 I was going to ask you number one, but we'll talk just, about that later.
0: Uh, we're not, we're, Lauren. Don't listen.
1: <laughs> don't listen to this episode. <laughs> Peggy, Peggy's
2: just so sweet, and
1: so hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be one of the themes of the pairing: sweet, sweet and hot. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah. There, uh, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. The weekend before that, live show all day Saturday. Stuff going on. VIP tickets. People come in on Friday and have some pours and tastings and pairings and dinner with us. And uh, here's
0: the thing, too, Grease.
1: There's always room for for more people. Yeah, bro. to be there. I know for a fact. April would say, "Let Grease stay at our house." Like she would just welcome that. You know, she just. <laughs> Yeah, y'all... I mean, guys, it's completely on the table. So. Good.
0: That's what I like to hear.
1: Yeah. I'll let y'all,
2: I'll let y'all know for sure. Uh, what do y'all think about that? Uh, another uh, scandal up in New York with these uh, allocations.
0: Dude, okay. So I didn't know anything about this until uh, somebody sent me an article. But, like, is... Is this the divisional shift that you were talking about?
2: Dude, it's it it was a wing of it for sure.
0: Yeah. So so yeah, like a, the the retail side of things where like the secondary market all of a sudden became like a genuine business? Like was yes. that that something that you kind of foresaw falling apart? That was, yeah, that was the
2: main that was the main premise of the divisional shift
0: oh well, there we go <laughs> so it was just a hey justin's is going to be the catalyst for things falling apart for everybody
2: i didn't know that that specific place would be a part of that but yeah i mean justin's house suburban happened in the case out in oregon with the uh, government officials and now this new york case coming right up. like it's just hitting the fan uh a lot of people you know, a lot of people embrace the secondary market and it caused some problems and it made some some people do some sketchy stuff uh, on the retail side. So, yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: yeah, well, I
2: mean, it's definitely a part of what I was
0: talking about. You know, what what's what's crazy about it, though, is like, I mean, yeah, what, what I I think it's proven now and, you know, I can kind of backtrack some of my comments at the very least. That I made a few weeks ago, but like you're you're right, there was some shady stuff going on, but at the same time, Justin's as
2: retailer. I know retailers that were taking their allocations and putting them up on secondary to sell.
0: Jeez.
2: Yeah, that's where that's where it all started. The divisional fifth shift theory started with me. I was like, this is going in a direction that is very troubling and that's that a lot of people are going to, um, you know, yeah. face the consequences of, and it's just, and it's just hurting the whiskey industry as a whole. I mean, no, no wonder why we're not seeing our favorite stores get those allocations and, um, you know, and, and conducting them properly, because a lot of them are seeing the writing on the wall and they're sitting there like, man, we could either make, hundred thousand on these bottles or hook up our normal customers which may or may not you know be store bunnies essential whiskey bunnies or whatever they're calling them when they just pop in yeah. you know make their faces known they're not really spending a ton of money in there yeah you know what i mean that's they're just true making, they're, just, they're just they're just they're just making an impact with the owner and the retailers they're like you know, if they see somebody in there that's a long time and there's good conversation, you know, you don't necessarily have to buy anything. So, I, I think these retailers are, and I know for a fact, and I'll mention them firsthand because I had a meeting with the store owner as soon as he canceled. Uh, we had a bur- we had a bourbon club with that retailer here in Franklin, Tennessee, and it was one of my favorite bourbon clubs. Like, we got access to all the allocations throughout the year and then we had a big drawing at the end of the year and it cost us about 250 bucks to do it right which is which is you know the amount of allocations you're getting i mean if you get one good one you know you're pro- possibly saving money on secondary markets so yeah it's a really great it was a really great program well i'm sitting down with him and he cancels uh the bourbon club and so i kind of just had it got a meeting with him because uh, we were going to work with him during whiskey weekend we still are but that's exactly what he said he said why why am i doing this when all of these people are just showing up for allocations
0: yeah oh that's a good um, point yeah
2: and not and not spending in your store why would i not put those out on the shelf you know and he was like i could put pappy 23 out on the shelf right now and sell it for four thousand dollars and i was like yes you could like I totally agree with that
0: yeah and However, i mean that that's i i think that we have kind of set ourselves up for failure in some ways too because we anticipate that other people people are going to have like the same moral standings that we do where it's like oh store owners are just going to treat their their uh frequent customers the right way yeah. and you know they're the going to charge the them fairly is, the bummer is is that the heart of that, it's actually not a moral it's like morally, ethically, and legally, they they can do that. Yeah, um, we just we just haven't seen the scope of it in whiskey. Um, you know, until it started to boom during the pandemic and all of that stuff. So. Yeah. All right, one question before we let you go. Yeah, dude. On the flip side of things, um, and we're in the middle of reviewing uh, Fortuna Bourbon from Rare Character too which is, you know, yep. a revival brand, but it's six years old and like 90 bucks a bottle. I mean, is that also a sign of the end times? It's, it's not,
2: not the sign of end times.
0: <laughs> there. We go,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and there's your answer. So <laughs> is that
2: a greasy? Is that a greasy enough answer?
0: Yeah, it is absolutely. Gre- <laughs> Grease, love you, buddy. It was good talking to you
1: for a little you bit. Too, guys. Love Later. you, brother. Later, man. Uh, right. See you.
0: Hello, everybody. Uh, we're still here.
1: I'm still here.
0: But uh, Eric and I are now finishing this episode
1: remotely. <laughs> <laughs> it's just this whole thing. Like, <laughs> it's... There's apparently a bad storm going on, and me and Perry do not give a crap about it.
0: But also, like, I don't see it anywhere.
1: <laughs> no, it's just a possibility. So Is it's that, like... like...
0: I mean, I, I get it. I want everybody to be safe. I don't want anything to happen to my wife and my child.
1: No, I don't either. But it, it's like... I'm okay with dying with Perry, though. <laughs> yeah, we could have died together, man. If I died been. with Perry, I would, I would die happy. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family, but, you know, if, you know, if there's if somebody else... If I had else, to choose. <laughs> go, if there's somebody else I'm going to die with, it would have <laughs> been Perry. So, But we're still here.
0: What a way to Who's,
1: go. Who's the say like you said earlier, who's to say that this episode even makes it out? We'll see. It's it's got to, or else we have nothing for next week. Um yeah, and everybody that survived is gonna be mad at us, even yeah. if we're dead.
0: <laughs> so kind of pick it back up from where we were, I guess, before Grease called, which was like an hour ago for us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's um it's been a while. <laughs> this day, man. Um so we're we're getting into the review for the Fortuna yep. and to backtrack a little bit and, and try to get us actually on track for the conversation, Eric and I have been observing this kind of from a distance for a little while, but we are very aware of it. And I think others might be too, that rare character is quickly becoming the like new mgP bottle brand, whatever yeah. that people are losing their minds over. Um, and like and and the the thing that kind of really like tipped the scales for me or tipped me in the direction of thinking like oh, this is actually happening was I got invited to be in a in a Facebook group. That was just dedicated to rare character. Not necessarily buying or selling, but just like celebrating it.
1: <laughs> well, it almost, it when you sent me that and you kind of showed me some stuff that was going on, it almost felt like when all the new riff picks and everything mm, started mm-hmm. like blowing up and everybody was doing new riff picks and stuff like that. There was a whole, there's a whole Facebook group based on just yeah. New Riff picks. Not necessarily New Riff as, like, a fan of the brand, but, like, New Riff picks. And I think that's the same thing. I Buying, think it's, selling,
0: trading, trying. Right. To, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I
1: think that Rare character is kind of getting that cult following to where...
0: Oh, it definitely you, is.
1: You're getting that MGP, that high-proof MGP. There's waxing. There's different color waxes going on. You can kind of put your own um picture and stuff on there if you do a, a pick or whatever and I don't know is it is it is it all necessarily good or is it just one of those things where you just trust the people that picked it because you know they're going to pick something good but then there could be just some random you know kind of <laughs> good or lackluster rare characters now. See like, that's,
0: I- that's my main problem is that it it seems like, and and I mean the the other half of that too is that you know like what you like I truly do not give a crap no, like no, it, it's no. it's of no consequence to me if people want to dedicate their you know their pursuit of bourbon
1: their bourbon their pursuit? bourbon pursuit oh
0: towards one particular brand. Yeah. We we let that we 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 allow that to happen and don't say anything about it so often. No. I've thought about know? it
1: before. I've thought about
0: doing well, that. Well, sure, like, yeah. I've, I mean yeah. like it 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 would take very little for me to drop every other brand and just go to Wild Turkey or Jim Beam. Yeah. Like <laughs> or Heaven Hill. Like yeah. those those three brands I I love dearly and I don't Think that anybody like I mean sure you know you have flavor profiles that you like or you have you know particular bottles that you like more than others, but I don't think that it's such a big deal that people are going to go ah you can't do that or you can't feel right, right, or right, think right. that you right. you know what I mean. Yeah. So it, to to me it's less of like condemning people for it and more of like is this the direction that we're actually moving in. Like, are we really seeing a, not a divisional shift, but that's the only thing I can think of now because Greece, (laughs) (laughs) because we talked about it with Greece. Yeah, exactly. Um, But just a, a shift of focus away from, you know, the, the MGP of it all, the, what does Buffalo trace have today? of it all you know like yeah.
1: is is it like that the whole thing where it's like oh if my band gets popular then it's not going to be cool because i feel like rare character was kind of like kind of came out of nowhere it's like this thing that only a few of us were talking about and then all of a sudden it just blew up
0: well you know what? what's funny about that is i you know like i saw it you know i Dave Jennings and his picks, mm-hmm. and God, actually, maybe that was just it. Maybe that's the only thing that I had seen. And then all of a sudden, there's a Facebook group with hundreds of people all right. who are in support of this brand. When I'd never seen a bottle of rare character on a shelf in any store, you know, like yeah. it, it's. I guess my my question behind that point is, like, where is the hype coming from? You know what I mean? Like, who sure. who is the catalyst think, for it? Who is actually, like, providing I, these really good I know. picks?
1: I think it is another uh, Blue Run-style thing. I think it's a very social media Instagram bottle where they do a good job at providing bottles to influencers and the bottles look good, so they look good in pictures and stuff like that. I think it's a very good model for the influencer slash social media culture. And I think that's where most of it comes from. Like, I don't see, I don't hear as much from it outside of that. I feel like it's all like social media driven, just like Blue Run was like... yeah. Like they interact, they do whatever they can to interact on social media. They're sending handwritten letters. They're replying to things on um, posts. They're doing all that, and I see rare character doing the same thing. I think it's I think it's a very social media influencer brand uh, driven brand. Well, I
0: I I understand it from that particular perspective but i also like the other the other part of it too is that you know there there's got to be some push behind like the quality of the product right and so i mean yeah. if it if it were bad whiskey people wouldn't be saying anything about it
1: and right. the I positive
0: think, light that they are yeah.
1: I think they've so, got great barrels and they've done great things and they feel confident enough to push it to the masses like
0: that. Right. But I, I I think it still bears the question or begs the question, excuse me. Where who are these picks going to? Like where where did this start? What was the beginning of rare character even being like a brand that you should pay attention to? you know what i mean like it's it's less i know of like, i know
1: the first i know the first the first one i saw which was hotel covington that's remember weird. when yeah well that's that's when it was it was uh i'd actually stayed there and then by following oh, yeah that's right yeah i'd stayed there for a weekend me and april went to uh we met up with ian and uh his wife and But we were staying at Hotel Covington, which is a very bourbon, whiskey-themed place. And they were releasing or talking about, or I'd seen it posted, a rare character. And I was like, what is rare character? Like, it says rare character, and it's Hotel Covington. And I'm like, what in the world? And then I started noticing bars and places similar to that were getting pics. And it kind of got me like thinking, like, "Oh, okay, well, we'll see what this is about." And then all of a sudden, I see Liquor Barn gets one. I see Dave Jenning gets one, and then all, the, and then we've got you know, Chad, my daily bourbon, talking about it twenty-four days. But he starts posting all these stuff, and th- before I know it, I'm influenced enough to where I have a friend in California who is like, "Hey, what do you know about this?" I'm like, oh my gosh, like grab me one of them. And this is, this is a Helix liquor from California that I've got. I've not even opened yet because I have other stuff. And it's a six year rare character single barrel release. Is it Kentucky? Uh, It just says straight bourbon whiskey. This is an MGP. It says distilled in Kentucky. I mean, still in Indiana, aged in Kentucky. Gotcha. So I don't know the exact details on it, but it like spiraled from that. I heard about it because I was staying at this place. And then all of a sudden, I see bars and hotels are doing pics. I'm like, oh, this is something. Then I see uh, somebody on Instagram, like Dave Jennings or something, do it. And then all of a sudden, you know, like My Daily Bourbon's posting about it. And then, and then I just see like rare character everywhere all of a sudden. Yeah. It's like, and then I see Pablo, the guy who does the stuff, like he's like posting and commenting and stuff like that and i feel like it was all due to social media sure yeah so that's just my personal experience with it and i think you know i would share you know i got the rare bird uh pick and me and you had it together and stuff like that so but then you know like like the one we're reviewing the fortuna like then i see people that oh maybe i only hear them talk about stuff in person like i don't really see them on social media talking about this bottle right so did that like cause like like kind of a snowball effect to where it led to them being able to do a product that's more widely known i don't know i just think i think it's a brand that benefited off social media
0: sure Yeah. yeah no i i and and i think that if if you look at it from a logistic point of view as well if you are launching a new brand in this era of things mm-hmm. you do have to have a very strong yeah. social media presence yeah. i it, mean it, you... it it like it, it's almost demanded that you do right or else nobody's going to nobody's going to know about it nobody's going to see no. it nobody's going to have any kind of like reaction to it and i mean like you know you, you it i'd <laughs> going back to the the pregame chats you think about something like hidden barn yeah like that's a new yeah that's a new brand that was something that just kept building hype and and getting momentum because of the social media push mm-hmm. of it all yeah and so yeah i mean i i i totally get that i don't have um i mean as far as like that perspective I don't have like any notes or anything, you know, I totally agree with you. It's Uh, it's, just it's
1: yeah, it's a like I mean, if you're listening to this and you're trying to figure out how to do your brand, like I'm not gonna say that we have the best advice, but I will say if you if somebody posts the bottle that you have, if you like and you comment on that bot on their post or you send them a message, and you give them things to post about, whether it's the best whiskey ever or just kind of average. Like people are going to post about it. You yeah. just got free advertisement. Yeah. Um, you're showing that you're a brand that reaches out to the customer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could build a, you could start. Like, I mean, I think that. I don't know the numbers and the logistics of everything, but I think you could build your brand off of social media and then make it into something bigger just by people sharing the stories. They'll, they'll screenshot you talking to them. They'll, they'll repost everything you do, anything you send them or say to them, they're going to repost and they're going to build you up as a brand, whether you're, just another source product or something that's above average or not. Like that's just how it is right now. Like that's the 100 percent honest truth. Commenting on somebody's post and retweeting them, replying to them, sharing their story is probably the easier than paying for a commercial that may play yeah. on somebody's you know TV or something. That's just how it is. I mean, that's just that's the that's the that's the time we're in right now. Yeah. Um. So, and I think this is a brand that's done a good job with that. Yeah. So,
0: well, with that in mind, we can finally get to actually reviewing. Oh I feel like the I've Fortuna. been waiting
1: to review this for hours now.
0: <laughs> I mean, almost. It's been it
1: really has literally really almost has. two
0: hours since we started drinking this. Um, but so just to kind of in in case. You know, I got lost, or people kind of forgot. Uh, Fortuna is a six-year-old, one hundred two-proof bourbon, Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. I uh, it's sourced, of course. Our inclination is that it's probably Heaven Hill product. It tastes like it. it I just had the
1: seven-year, and it still tastes the same profile. So. Well, there you
0: go. Yeah. Um, and the MSRP is like eighty-five dollars. I keep saying ninety because that's what I've seen it for the most around here. That doesn't mean that it actually is 90. I think
1: that's what kept us from having it. Yeah. Till now. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And you know, I, I got it on sale for 85. So, or excuse me, 65. Yeah. So So those are kind of the, it's the, the, the down and dirty, the nitty gritty of it all. But, uh, we're going to put it through its paces the way that we normally do on the podcast. Nose, palette, finish and price. Each category is out of five final score out of 20 Eric what are you thinking about this guy here on the nose
1: the nose to me is the most unique like up in your face part of this pour uh I give it a four because yeah there's this pepper black pepper note that like it's not like to me it's not like just a hint of pepper oh that kind of smells like pepper like it's like you took the the pepper shaker from your grandma's kitchen and you just start (laughs) smelling it like it's up in your face and it's giving you some pepper and like it's here like it's, it's a great nose. Like, yeah, I love it.
0: Yeah. I totally agree. I think it's a very inviting, very different nose. Um, while it may tastes like heaven hill i don't really think that it necessarily smells too much like it no. uh it, if it is heaven hill for the large part rare character has done a very good job of crafting this into uh, a flavor profile or like yeah. it, its own kind yeah. of identity uh, that agree. may not be exactly what you would get if you picked up you know the seven year bottle of bond from heaven right. Hill or elijah right. craig small batch or whatever you know yeah i i I do think that it's it's its own thing uh in in more ways than one um i didn't quite like the nose as much as you did still very inviting very enjoyable uh i'm gonna give it a 3.5 okay i'll take that on the nose yeah uh palette is where it kind of dips a little bit for me i gave it a three
1: i gave it a three i'm gonna just i'll go ahead and agree with you there i did the same i gave it a three
0: it's it's uh, just i want i want more from it mm -hmm, like it's a little bit thin i think the spice is definitely there but there i don't know man like it's missing a backbone that a product of this age and price should have
1: yeah, no, like it's I just it,
0: it just feels like it the the puzzle was incomplete.
1: <laughs> well, I feel <laughs> when like, they put it well, when they tried to
0: put it yeah. all together.
1: Well, that's what I said when we tasted it earlier. I was like, I think this is Heaven Hill, and I yep. wasn't like thinking like this is like a Elijah Craig eighteen or a Parker's Heritage. I thought this tasted like a good bottled and bond style type of whiskey that we can get for much cheaper. Like it goes along with that. Like it's good, but when you take those factors into price and like, you know, this is uh you know, a more supposed to be a more crafted thing, (laughs) a little harder to get, maybe a little bit more pricey. Like, it didn't give me that extra note that I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is a four or a five, something like that." So yeah, yeah. I, I agree. I'm the same. I'm a three on the on the palette.
0: And I I think even the finish kind of <laughs> goes a little bit further than that too, in terms of like thinness. Yeah, it, it's it it just evaporates very quickly. Um, I I the thing that I am noticing on the finish that I wasn't really getting anywhere else though. Is a nuttiness. Yeah. That, and it's, it's not a, it's not a Jim Beam nuttiness. It's that heaven, like Heaven Hill has almost like a hazelnut quality. Yeah. They don't it have the peanut
1: top stuff, but they yeah. have,
0: yeah. Yeah. Hazelnut, macadamia, something kind of in that, yeah. That realm, that family, um, which I like. I, I quite like. I think that it's, uh, it, it, it introduces something that, definitely in in no uncertain terms makes me want to go back for another drink but right. at the same time i'm like <laughs> i want something with a little bit more substance yeah and so uh, straight down the middle 2.5 for me on the finish
1: uh i'm close i kept it out of 3 again i think yeah. it's good but there wasn't it was good it wasn't bad there wasn't enough to make me give it more points than the palette. Um, so yeah, right down the middle, I think um, it's not bad. It's not better than the palette, but definitely not better than the nose. So three.
0: Yeah. And the price. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry. Like that's the dude. This it's, is definitely the worst <laughs> part of the whole thing. It's so dumb. That this
0: is a $90 bottle of bourbon for being the first introduction for rare character into this market as yeah, the, a batched product. And I, yeah, know, ba- yeah. I, I know that there are smaller companies, that there are smaller distilleries who are putting out two, three, four-year-old product at or around this price. I get that. But this is so evident of the acknowledgement of hype that distilleries and NDPs have right now. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a cash grab. Like I'm not even gonna like <laughs> I'm not trying to tiptoe around it. I think that the price on this is obscene. I think yeah. it's insane. There, there is, and it's not that it's bad bourbon. It's it's good bourbon. Like I yeah, said earlier, it's good. I yeah. want to keep drinking this. This is something that I'm going to share with other people because it is different. It's its own unique thing. But God forbid that we have reasonably priced bourbon anymore.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't afford to keep <laughs> no, drinking this and sharing no, it. No, like, absolutely that's the thing. not. Yeah. I have to be stingy with this price although I want to share it and I feel like it tastes like something that I should be able to share and kill and go back to the store and get another one. The price just doesn't let me do that. No, it doesn't. That's just how it is. Like you you said, it's good, but it's not, it can't be shareable because the price is just too much over my budget for shareable bourbon.
0: And even if it were at like, you know, the, the sale price of $65, which is what I bought it for. Even if it were there, it still wouldn't be a five out of five for me, and that's just because I know no. what the 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 bourbon inside is.
1: I, I, I think, <laughs> I think the part of me that like I'm like, um, what am I trying to say? So I've got several of the single barrel picks, um, and they're usually around the same price maybe a little more but i expect to pay that for those because it's a selected product it's a single barrel and all that this is like this is the thing i expect to be able to go and be like i'm going to get the batch because i like their profiles i like what they do so i'm going to be able to kind of use it for cocktails (sighs) use, use it to do this and that and like it it costs just as much as like the single barrel pigs. But but
0: I I get that, but shouldn't a batched product that is made up of all of these great single barrels from a distillery or from an NDP shouldn't shouldn't that batch not be an indicator of how great the ingredients are that go into it?
1: Yeah. You know, I mean like I, I, I yeah. feel
0: like that's that is that is where, especially with a company like this that is sourcing their bourbon and and i think this even goes to um like ej curly yeah. as well you know as much as we love their single barrels their batch product is supposed to be what brings them in brings customers and excuse me to want to return to that company yeah because it shows their craft it shows the fact that they have the the know-how the the wherewithal to take what is in front of them and essentially make something better than their individual parts. Yeah. So to me, it lessens the value of this. If you do have all of these really, really good single barrels, but when you put them together, it feels like it's just kind of there. Like yeah. it was just a, a, a product to have on the market
1: yeah i think think that's
0: that's my thought process behind it i know that's probably not the way that most people think about it or or, i know i I mean
1: you know for me it's like the batch product makes more product that you can spread out so to me as money i feel like that batch product is going to be a little cheaper because there's more of it it's more accessible as opposed to a single barrel portion is limited to like 150 bottles. Yeah. That's the only thing. That's that when I get single barrels versus batch products in my mind I'm thinking the single barrel is more limited. I expect to pay more for it. The batch product is more there's more of it so I feel like it should be a little easier to get. That's the only thing. Yeah, no, I totally I think agree. Price. Totally agree. Um but I don't. I I feel like this is a little bit farther away from like a single barrel of something that I've had that's really good compared to their batch. Like, yeah, the yeah. It's just when you when the batch <laughs> when the batch is almost the same price as a single barrel, it kind of gets me a little bit. Because...
0: This also introduces a conversation that I I would like for us to have in the near future on our single barrels as important or as good as they used to be yeah
1: that's
0: right yeah because well i don't want i don't want to get too much into it because i i think no, that's a, i think that's, that's a, a good a, teaser yeah i think that's, that's gonna a good, be a, a fun conversation but put
1: that one on the calendar
0: <laughs> i'll go yeah i'll talk to oh we forgot to switch the calendar over
1: oh it's march
0: it's already march <laughs> We can say goodbye to was, Parker and the stupid was, little shibuino was, that he's holding.
1: I was bored of Parker anyway. He was not, not a good good firefighter model for me. Yeah. He's he's got good traps though. Well, you know, you gotta have the whole package <laughs> for me.
2: Uh, uh, uh all the
0: <laughs> price? <laughs> price. Uh good whiskey, not worth the price of admission. No, no, um no. it's a it's a two out of five for me. Yeah, I'm le- like I, I, and that's me being generous. There is a big part of me that wants to go 1.5. I um, did.
1: Did you? I did. I did do okay. 1.5. I'm a. It made me 11.5 out of 20, all because of the price. I think this is this tastes like a 20 to 30 dollar bottled and bond screw top that I yeah. can easily get. It's so similar to that. Yeah. And we love those. Like that's me usually saying like hey this $15 bottle should cost $30. Well, this is the yeah. this is the It's the opposite of that. <laughs> the opposite. This is the 80 to $90 bottle that I think should cost $30 to $40. Yeah. And if it did, I'd I'd keep a bottle on on hand. Like that's yeah. just how it is. It's just unfortunately, like I would rather if I'm going to spend eighty to a hundred dollars on a rare character product, I'm probably going to search out a pick by someone I enjoy or a unique pick that's got some a little bit of hype around it or something. I'm going to save my money and get that single barrel as opposed to this batch product. Yeah, so absolutely.
0: Uh, well, my final score was a twelve out of twenty. Yeah.
1: I was so eleven point five.
0: You know, like I feel better. I I feel more strongly in a positive sense about the Four Roses 80 proof that we reviewed last week than I do about yeah. this kind of premium product that's on the market. Again, yeah. like I I I I don't have a a general problem with the quality of the bourbon that's in the bottle. I just. <laughs> i just want it to be more affordable i i I don't i don't want this market to become so oversaturated and this is nothing new this is something that people have been talking about for a long time but i don't want this to be something that is indicative of the way that bourbon is trending right now i don't want it to be the sign of the or what did i what did i say with grease i that it was a sign of the, the end, end times. End of times, yeah. End of times, It's not, yeah. not
1: the sign of the end times.
0: Yeah, saying. but it, but it's it's not helping. <laughs> no. <I laughs> that won't. price is not helping it.
1: <laughs> There's absolutely nothing wrong with products that are expensive and allocated, and you taste them and you go, This is special. Yeah. I I I want to be, I I understand why this is priced this way or hard to get. Then you turn around and then you drink something that's like, this is good and I want to keep drinking it and this is great in a cocktail. This is great as neat. This is great over rocks. There's nothing wrong with that. It's when those products start leaning towards, you know, like, okay, you're a crafted product, but you need to understand that you're still not in that special category yet. As bad as that says that that sounds like, I don't know. I feel like stuff's getting priced to where you're not priced in the right category. Like you make me yeah. want to drink you more. You make me want to use you for cocktails mixed with stuff and neat or whatever. But I can't because I just can't afford. I would rather save my money and get something something else or buy a couple of cheaper products with my my budget. Yeah. I'm uh, on I'm I'm in the same boat I, don't sure. know. I feel like I feel like a lot of products pricing and stuff are blending together now to where where you know stuff is being priced too much and or too little and I don't know. Yeah. It's just a big blob of stuff going on right now. I
0: feel like that's a like we kind of eased our way into high proof hot takes, yeah, <laughs> by talking about that. <laughs> but I mean, do you do you have any high proof hot takes this week?
1: Um, I don't know. I think you see, I'm. Just, you seem
0: to be in a good headspace. So <laughs> I am. I think
1: it's just the whole like, let's not. I've I probably said this before. Let's not take our whiskey and bourbon so serious that it becomes a negative, like okay. just have fun with it. Keep everything fun. I feel like some people are focusing so much on it right now that like, they don't want to do anything else. Like I, I see, I see posts and I see like stories and stuff. And I'm like, do you guys have anything else other than whiskey? <laughs> to, like talk? You know what I mean? Like, and I'm I, not being, yeah, I, no, I get it. I get it. I, and that's fine. If you if that's if you want to live your life 24/7 whiskey, that's fine. But like keep it fun and like pair it and share it and do things to where you're like, you know what? Maybe maybe I had a pour, but this movie or this show that I watched was probably better. I enjoyed it more than like the pour I had or something like you don't have to like focus 24/7 on whiskey and I feel like sometimes the people who do that cause it to be less fun. Yeah. So that's my hot take. If you enjoy whiskey and you're a bourbon enthusiast, that's fine. But there are other things to talk about and to enjoy. So yeah. that's my hot take. I don't have any this week. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're you're nice. You're a nice boy.
0: I'm a nice boy. Yeah. <laughs> nice I'm the boy. resident nice boy of the podcast.
1: You're the nice boy. No. Uh, tips and bits, though. Oh man, I've got some I've got. stuff to recommend this week. Okay, uh, I probably need to hold off. Have you what You've have you got a chance to watch Mando? Yeah. Yeah. Oh
0: man. Okay. I loved we that first it. episode, dude.
1: No, I did too. I just didn't know if you'd had a chance to watch it yet because yeah. I was like, I didn't know if I should talk about that or should I talk about the movies or I should talk about anything else.
0: What do you mean the movies?
1: Um, cocaine Bear.
0: Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet.
1: I know. I, I want everybody to watch Cocaine Bear. So, <laughs> quick co- Cocaine Bear. Um, It's a horror comedy. It's probably not for everybody, but without spoiling any, anything, it has the feel of Shaun of the Dead because there's a lot of character work and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden you'll see like a gruesome, like gory scene that you probably didn't expect from this movie. Um, it does that great. It's funny. Um, it's honestly based on a real story. A true story. Yeah. A true story. Yes. The bear didn't actually go on a rampage in the real story. Unfortunately, it died, and that bear is stuffed. And here in Lexington, Kentucky,
0: you can see it on screen right now. There's an image of of Pablo
1: Escobar. There he is. Um, but <laughs> it was it was based around the whole bluegrass conspiracy thing yeah. because there was like this whole like crime syndicate slash drug lord thing going on between like Tennessee, Georgia, and Kentucky, and they did all this stuff. And this story is based on this whole thing of this plane full of cocaine. That they were trying to smuggle across the Appalachian Mountains, and the guy doing it jumped out of his plane. He landed in in the driveway of someone in Knoxville, Tennessee, dead, Uh, and then his cocaine got scattered everywhere, and a bear ate a bunch of cocaine. The bear, unfortunately, like I said, died, but this story shows what might have happened if the bear got coked up and just uh, went on a rampage
0: it's a it's kind of a what if
1: <laughs> yeah it's a what <laughs> if. real life <laughs> and it 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 honestly like it spins it in a way like a tarantino style movie would where it shows the drug dealers doing stuff it shows like some random people in the hiking that got involved in it it shows like another family that got involved in it and then at the end that all their stories kind of combined
0: oh like Magnolia. Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> or uh, like...
0: or um, uh, Love Actually.
2: <laughs> yeah. There's like
1: three or four different stories going on, and then they all kind of interact together. Highly recommend. Highly recommend Cocaine Bear. It's so funny. It's got gore. Um, it It's like three different stories in one. Um, and then uh, uh, Bad Batch is still good. Uh, if you like the animated stuff in Star Wars, and then we have the first episode of the new season of Mando. Oh, it's so <laughs> which good! Which made me realize how much I had missed the Mando. Oh, yes. dude. I it's and... it's it's an adventure story. Like this first episode is just nothing but fun adventure, and I loved it.
0: Now, here here is my one complaint with it. I don't want to spoil any like story points or anything because I mean, it's still pretty fresh. I, uh, and I think, you know, I'm going to give people time to, yeah, yeah yeah to watch it and everything, but, um, I think this is a, a general kind of complaint with some of the Dave Filoni and, um, John Favreau, star Wars stories that they can kind of feel a little, fetch questy at times yeah I like they're con- it's just constantly going like oh well you've reached this location but you know the mission doesn't stop here you got to go to the next stop so that yeah, you can like find this i yeah. exactly exactly it, it it does feel kind of video gamey and like you know that that last scene I'm i'm going to speak as generally as i can without spoiling anything but that last scene i was watching it and i could just imagine myself with you know dual dual controllers dual sticks like yep. looking around as mando was walking down the hall and just kind of like viewing the surroundings like it just it yep. felt very it, it it did really feel very video gamey to me Yeah, I which i don't disagree. i don't i don't think is necessarily a a fully bad thing but within this context um it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me yeah. necessarily. Um, but when when you really do look at the seasons of The Mandalorian as a whole, uh yeah, they are they are pretty fetch questy. I mean yeah. it, it's it's not something that they are unfamiliar yeah. with
1: it's it's a it's a couple of side quest stories and then you yeah. got have a main a main story like, you got
0: a you got a cameo at the end of the second game where uh-huh. the character that you know from the big world all of a sudden and like oh it's you mean you tell me it's all tied in with this and oh, holy crap it's gonna become like there's another comic book or what you know what i mean like there's yeah. just yeah. yeah yeah little parts of it that feel like they were scripted better for a video game or more yeah. for a video game. Yeah. Well, I agree. Than, than I agree. But uh, it's still a fun. really great it's first episode, fun. dude. Yeah. <laughs> um I can't remember that. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler because I think it was in the first trailer. Um but the uh <laughs> the the race of characters that Babu Frick is oh my god they show back up in this episode of the mandalorian i, I,
1: I pop so hard when I, when I when Gro- so there's a part hard, where grogu man. thinks one's a little pet or a little toy yeah. and he's just like hugging oh on it
0: loving on it oh, and i was like oh god. that's what it's like having a toddler it's like you can't just yeah. you know pick anything up that you think is cute
1: or oh uh, and there's whatever. a big uh if you've watched uh rebels oh, there's a big tie into rebels that's kind of it's kind of you gotta know uh if you've seen it before, but it's it got me good. It got yeah. me good.
0: It's exciting to say the yeah. least.
1: Yeah, the things things are tying in, like they're working everything from every episode and things into it. So
0: uh I got a couple things on top of that this week. Um the first one which I was not expecting to love as much as I did, uh, but absolutely I recommend just on the highest level uh the unbearable weight of massive talent <laughs> the Nicolas oh. cage movie that came out last oh, year
1: that's a great movie it's so
0: good pedro pascal's in it i'm on a big pedro pascal kick right now because of the last of us uh and i guess the mandalorian too so this is just a <laughs> pedro pascal there you go pedro tips pascal and bits. podcast um what would we what would that podcast be called this is Pedro, my Pedro pod pod
1: pod, This is my Pedro Podcast. I
0: think it I think it uh, I think it'd have to be like Pedro Podcal.
1: You remember remember when Lucy made a surprise uh appearance in the podcast earlier? Oh yeah. Um we've got another surprise uh oh. guest here. You gotta give me a kiss. Okay.
0: What'd you just get?
1: I just she grabs grabs something there. See ya.
0: She's not even talking to you? No. <laughs> no. Woo! All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent's great.
1: Love it. Such uh, a and good then movie. I,
0: I am also, I, I, I finished the initial storyline and uh, it's kind of um, branching out uh, into the fallout from it, but Chip Zdarsky, who is one of my favorite comic book writers of all yeah. time, is currently in the middle, and I said this earlier in the episode, of writing what I think is the best run on Batman since the Court of Owls. Um oh, yeah. which was the rebooted story um after the new 52 started. Uh but the the series, the the story itself, the the initial like five or six issue run, um was called failsafe. And the the gist of it is that Batman created a sentient robot.
1: Oh, I've <clears> heard about this.
0: That could activate. counter him that would activate if ever he went too far and broke yeah. his one rule, which is murder. Like, yeah. you know, say what you will about the movie Batman. Like they do kill and everything. But comic book Batman his thing is he does not kill that's yeah. the and and that has been explored and re-explored uh, throughout his his history um but this yeah so this robot activates because some uh, there's a little twist like you, okay oh, okay okay um but holy crap it's so good i uh, I I was just riveted the entire time
1: when um, a batman comic is like eh it's eh. but when it's on it's legitimately <laughs> some of the best comic books top that you could tier ever read. comic book yeah. storytelling yeah.
0: for sure um so go go and read that as well i've i've just been reading it on uh comiXology which nice. still is a hot fiery <laughs> load of garbage <laughs> <laughs> on an already on fire dumpster like yeah. it's the the format the platform is absolutely atrocious um they need to they need to fix that fix it <laughs> real bad please we have complained about it for years um it's it's so unfortunately bad um but anyway um that's that's just the preferred way of yeah. <laughs> reading. Yeah. for for me right now because i don't have the space or time to yeah. buy a bunch of physical
1: comic books do you want my so. preferred way to listen to this podcast this i bet
0: you i know it but i want you to tell me anyway
1: patreon.com <laughs> slash my bourbon podcast for as little as a dollar a month you can support the show but at five dollars you get all the stuff. You get the uncut episodes. You get pours from the floor. You get sampling irresistible. You you could listen to us train for Matt Madness. That we had fun, but we didn't. It went win. so great. No, but you can listen to us try. And then all the first updates and chances to get things and all that is on Patreon.com. That's that's the place. That's the place. Five dollars a month gets you everything. So I would jump on that. Um, and then if you want to send us a message, you can send a message to this is my bourbon shop at gmail.com. We can do a review for you. We can read something. If you, you've, if you're like Dustin and you don't do anything social media wise, you can send an email to that. Um, or you can send a question that says, what's your address? I'm going to send a handwritten letter to read out. You could do it there. So do that. Um, you can, uh, get some merch and apparel on this, is my bourbon shop. Uh, we um, do we have anything new up there? Just the same old stuff right now. Uh,
0: not not at the moment, but we're gonna have some new stuff coming real we're soon. We're gonna have
1: some new stuff. We're gonna have probably uh, this is my bourbon weekend uh, twenty twenty three stuff up there. So Can't check confirm. in there. Um, Perry's getting his bandana ready right now. Um, How'd you know? I saw it. I saw <laughs> it there. Um, if you want to uh leave a review or rate the show. Um, whatever podcast app you use, uh, if you're on Apple, you can leave a review. We'll read it out, whether it's good or bad. We'll do it. Uh, if you want, if you're on Spotify, you can leave a rating five star, one star, whatever. Just do it. It helps. Um, if you want to follow us on all social media, it's at P 1792. If you want to follow Perry, you want to follow me, it's at whiskey mutant. If you want to follow the show as a whole, it's at my bourbon pod on all social media you can go to facebook you can join the facebook group this is my bourbon podcast facebook group we post show updates it's it's after patreon it's your second place to get any exclusives going on there um yeah so join uh the facebook group uh what else am i missing um Barrel you can rings. tell Yeah, Barrel Rings. That's where you can be on the podcast. Not live, but you leave a voicemail. We'll play your voicemail on air, and then we'll reply to you, and you're on the podcast. You're like the temporary Third Coast for that little section. 859-428-8253. Call that number. You've already saw it like a 100 times earlier in the beginning of the episode, which Perry has to edit and put it on there a bunch of times. So... You got to make it work that. Um, but yeah, call that number 859 428 8253. We'll play your message. We'll reply to you. You're on the podcast. That's it. Um, do we have anything? Oh, do we something with Patreon? Do we have something with Patreon?
0: Now, look, I understand you can't sustain it forever. <sighs> we did have a couple of patrons that left this week,
2: mm.
0: which I'm not shaming you. I understand. But don't it's leave the fault. Patreon.
1: It's my fault. It's
0: fault. your fault. What'd you do?
1: They're from Cincinnati, I think. Great. Um, yeah. Great. Um, I know, I know all all the stuff I was saying about the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals was yeah, it was for fun, part serious. But I think a lot of the Patreon members were probably Bengals fans, and they they read what I wrote on Facebook, and they got mad. And then they also got mad because they like Taco Bell. I'm sorry I don't like Taco Bell. It, it ruined my family's dinner one night, and you know what? I fucking hold a grudge against them for it. And they've not made it up to me since then. So I will continue to hate them. And I'm pretty sure a couple of people that left were were on the Chalupa Facebook group um, that I was once mm. part of and then left. I recognize some names. Um, I'm sorry that I don't uh, I don't promote buying chalupas on the secondary market. I will call you out on it. I will blast you on the internet if you overpay for chalupas. That's just how it is this day and age we should band together as a family and take down anybody <laughs> we should take down anybody <laughs> who <laughs> sells overpriced chalupas I'm just sorry I'm sorry that's just my thoughts right now so I don't think I think some of those people were part of the chalupa groups um and they didn't like what I was saying and promoting um But I do love to share my whiskey with my friends. Um, I don't know if I like Taco Bell with friends um, because I don't like Taco Bell right now. What's it going to
2: take
0: for you to ever come back around to Taco Bell? Starvation. All right. Well, let's hope it never comes to that.
1: If that's what, if that's the only thing I have a choice between living or dying, I might, I might take a chance on Taco Bell.
0: Okay, well, you heard it here first. Sorry, Taco Bell. Uh, I, I don't know where to go from there. Thanks everybody for listening. Send us this home. Week. Um, this has been a weird episode.
1: It's been a wild episode. It we've has been different locations. People have called, and we've talked about tons of stuff. Yeah.
0: So I guess that does it. See you guys next week. Until next time, I'm Perry. I'm Eric. And this is my bourbon podcast that might get swept away in the gigantic winds and the storm of the century.